bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. Follow us on Twitter at iGuestInfo. Send us your questions and we'll try to answer. Now enjoy the show. Welcome back to Northwest Prime. I'm your host, Lori Ness. Today we're bringing Seattle to the world. And I have a fantastic artist on Leanne Lane. And she is calling us from British Columbia out of Canada, not very far from us here in Seattle. But the world is such a small place now that people listening from all over the world um, get to just easily access people from Canada and Seattle and England and the UK. And so we are uh, sister cities today with British Columbia. So thank you, Leanne, for coming on. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Well, it said that the pleasure is all mine. I'm a huge fan of your art, and we're going to talk a lot about your art today and kind of how you started and where you came from and, and how you got to this point today. But you are the number one most Googled wine art artist in the world. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I still can't believe it myself, actually. it's uh, I have to say, and, you know, I actually just realized this two days ago, Ten years ago was when I had made my first sale, and it doesn't feel like it's been ten years. I'm still very much in awe, and I'm very honored for the uh, tremendous amount of support. So, gosh, where do we start? How you wanted to know how I started? It's, I, yeah, it's well, let, like, let, let's start. You, you, you were originally you, you were born in Manila, mm-hmm. and then you made your way to Canada, right? Yes. Well, I was I was only two, and you know my parents and I we came here to live a better life. And my my dad, who's actually had been an entrepreneur for 35 years, and he carries um, a degree in engineering from the Philippines, which was not acceptable here. So we he basically had to get his feet wet himself, and. He was working for someone fixing televisions and VCRs, which was like the tube televisions back then. So he wasn't really happy working for someone, and he wanted to, you know, create his own business himself. So I would have only been, gosh, very, very young. Um, he basically walked around telling people who he was, I'll fix your TV on VCR, and he had me along with him, and you know, I look back now, I think, wow, that that's a pretty good marketing strategy there, Dad, right? <laughs> so, you know, it worked for him, and he built a community of people who needed his help. I grew up with um, learning a lot from him uh, as, you know, an entrepreneur, so I took that with me. But at the same time, my parents wanted me to basically grow up like everyone else, you know, went to school, um, I earned my business degree, and I worked in a regular Monday to Friday office job. I was a human resources consultant for a very large company here in Vancouver, and it would have been 10 years ago I got laid off. So my husband, who had also worked for the company as well, uh, we had already planned that before I got laid off, because we knew that the company was starting to have some troubles there, and it was at the time the economy was starting to slip, so you know, I just painting has always been a part of my life. It's been my hobby uh, forever, for as long as I remember. And uh, when, as soon as I got laid off, I decided to take some time to just figure out what I wanted to do. And 
I just worked on my hobby of painting, and the next thing I know, I had too much. So my husband said one night, he said, you know, we don't have enough walls for all this artwork, honey. We're going to have to do something about it. So I put up an art piece. Yeah, I put up an art piece online on eBay, which is actually where I started. And a woman from Texas, and this would have been two days ago, ten years ago, she contacted me. She said, you know what, I, I'm actually going to be hosting a dinner party very soon. I need this art piece. Could you take it off auction? Because that's how eBay is built. It's all auction-based online. And I said, well, you know, I'm kind of hoping to create a good seller's reputation if you don't mind waiting until the auction's over. She said, well, if I pay you double, could you take it off? And I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for the next person to help you with wow. the reputation as a seller. So. And it just went from there, so I just kept on painting and putting up more pieces. And, you know, first of all, putting up my first piece online was really difficult for me because, again, painting has, creating art has always been something that has been with me a long time, but to put out my art out there, even to this day, sometimes I get kind of nervous about it because it's who I am. It's, I'm basically showing the world all of my emotions and my feelings, but you know, I'm glad that I did that because then it's taking me to where I am now. And so we just continue to work on building the business. So creating a website, my husband, again, was still working at his job um, as a manager, and we built a website to continue market. He, one day in the middle of being stuck in traffic on his way to work, he called me up. He said, "You know what, honey? I I I think I'm gonna have to quit. I don't want to be I don't want to be a part of this commute every single morning." I said, "Honey, you know what? Let's just do this." So <laughs> we did. He quit. He actually had just gotten a promotion two weeks before that. And uh, I tell you, we had a lot of people just really praising us for it, and of course, a lot of people who didn't. Naturally, it's just a big risk, right? So we just you know, continue to market, and uh, here we are 10 years later, I still can't believe it. I can't believe it. So, you know, I feel very blessed. I look back at those years, and I, I think, you know, this is, I think the we were meant to do this, uh, most importantly, because I get a lot of people sending me emails every day, just not just thanking me for the art, but they just want to tell me who they are and where they're from, and they just, I, I guess they just com feel compelled to talk about their lives and how the artwork relates to them. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> well, well, there's nothing else like it out there. I mean, you just kind of created your own genre, so to speak, because you tapped into a market that was desperate for, 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 for this type of art. And I want to talk about, too, your very successful Women in Wine series, because... Um, that has just hit something with 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 people for sure, and it's just yeah. taken on a life of its own. It's so crazy. Well, see, first of all, the concept—not just the women in wine, but the concept of incorporating wine in my paintings—that that just actually happened by accident. In the process of building my portfolio, I'm still sort of discovering what it is that I really want to paint and I'm playing with colors and I'm playing with I'm just letting my energy flow and one evening and occasionally I like to have a glass of wine when I paint one evening I just had this surge of creative surge I wanted to paint something I'm standing in front of this blank canvas I just didn't know exactly what so I had like this artist blog and I look at my glass of wine I thought oh you know that looks kind of neat okay let's try it and I did and 
that was I'll never forget the feeling I had. It's funny. It's it's basically it's just wine, but the feeling that I had was so liberating and so I continued to build my portfolio using wine as my main subject. I wanted to celebrate wine differently. I wanted it to not just be your typical, you know, painting with the Tuscany background and the bottle and the front with the grapes sitting beside it. You know, it, it's there are right. millions of artwork that celebrate wine that way. I just wanted it to, I wanted to bring life to my wine art, celebrate wine in such a way that's empowering and and sexy, you know. And wine is basically the center of of all good things like food, mm-hmm. art, conversation, health. I mean, hey, having a glass of wine, you know, moderately once a day, it's it's good for you. And and so, I mean, isn't it even in the Bible? Didn't Jesus like turn water into wine? So yeah, I thought, yeah, I, yeah. Like I I I felt that you know we can celebrate wine through artwork and not necessarily make it about hey you get that buzz out of it but you know at the same time it brings it brings a feeling to people in a an artistic way so to speak so when it came to the creation of my women in wine again the same sort of thing happened so in the middle of creating my portfolio my wine portfolio i found myself stuck in the middle of painting uh, a wine art piece and i saw the flow of the wine that I found myself creating, and it looked like a figure of a woman. I saw her hips, and I saw her bosom, and I thought, huh, this looks interesting. So I just kept going, and I just went, like, mad. And I I created, which is now called uh, Lady Merlot. So she is Lady Merlot, my very first wine, women in wine art piece, and I kept going from there. And so it's been amazing because the people who have gravitated to that of course many are women i've had a lot of women say wow thank you for creating something that makes me feel so good about myself and i have a glass of wine and chat about it with girlfriends it's and it's it's so yeah i i still can't believe how much it's impacted people so that's pretty much how women in wine came to play and yeah i look forward to painting some more so well wine is real social and and i think it brings out being social with, with with people and your art it's real sexy and it's it's hot and it's sexy and it's alive there's a lot of movement in in it and i think that really even captures the spirit of a lot of wine drinkers right now too i think that that, that you know we see ourselves um, yes. as alive and yes. you know maybe a little bit sexy the more we drink the sexier we get obviously but uh, <laughs> And you know what, hey, like with the women in the wine, you know, when you talk to wine enthusiasts, so that the, the, body, the word body is a term used in wine that, um, you know, basically describes how it feels in your mouth and the consistency. And, you know, it's sort of, you know, having a figure in the wine sort of represents that. And uh, and like you say, it, it does it does sort of bring a sense of liberation out of it. And I've I've met a lot of people who have, told me such deep stories about where they're from and, you know, people who have come from such really hard times. And when I ask them, you know, what was it, especially those who purchased my art, and they tell me their stories, I say, what was it about this particular piece that, that you know, drew you to it? And they tell me, well, it's just, it feels, I feel free from it. And so it's, it's just so neat to hear, you know, the feedback of those who who under who get it, you know what I mean, who get right. it. Right. 
the art, and it's it's so cool because a lot of those who, not just those who bought my work, but just people I've become connected to, um, having gotten to know those who get it, they all sort of have that same sort of philosophy. We just, you know, wine is sort of the center of happy, good things, and we all just want to get away from the depressing things in the world and, you know, always maintain something positive, right? So everyone sort of, we all sort of come from the same view in life, and it's really neat. I've become really great friends with a lot of these people, and I'm very blessed for the relationships that I've made. The, the first lady um, who purchased from you in Texas, do you still hear from her? Uh, no. Well, you know what? I have not heard from her for a, a while. I do actually hear from a lot of people that have purchased my artwork over the years, but, uh, you know, for many years. And actually, I'll tell you, this one woman who had collected my art for so long, every time she bought a, a painting from me, she would always contact me and tell me how much she appreciated how it makes her feel. And this is like a really heavy story, but months later, I wasn't hearing from her because we've become really great friends online. And uh, her husband suddenly contacted me and he said, I just want to thank you very much for putting a lot of light in my wife's work. She lasted longer than we had expected. And I was like, what is he talking about? I knew that she suffered from fibromyalgia. I didn't know she was actually battling cancer. So mm-hmm. when he told me this, I was that this would have been about six years ago. I I just like appalled. I couldn't believe it. And again, it was one of those moments when I get emails from people like this who tell me their stories that make me go, okay, I really am doing what I need to do. I'm doing something to help bring some kind of light to someone to, you know, like lift up their spirit somehow, obviously to the point, I guess, that this one woman who, you know, they didn't expect that they would last as long did. And it's it's unbelievable to me. So I've I've continued to, um, you know, connect with people and, and, you know, allow them to speak and tell me their stories. And it's it's just, it's incredible. I can't even put words to the gratitude that I have so well that's because you you also have that um that one-on-one connection with with uh with your fans you're very active in social media and and on Facebook and through your website I want to let everyone know your website while we're talking here which is leannelanefineart.com so l-e-a-n-n-e-l-a I-N-E, fineart.com, so they can go in and, and look at what we're talking about if they want to while they're listening. You're also on Facebook and, of course, like like me on Twitter. But you're very uh, present with, with, your, with your art and with your fans. Yes, it's very important to me uh, just because, you know, again, I look back at these years and I think, gosh, I can't believe what we're doing. Like I, my husband and I, every single day, we do not go a day without being thankful for what we are doing and it's funny because at the same time every day I get people sending me these emails and they're just commenting or just saying thank you and I think gosh really it's it's this is art is something that's been a part of me for a long time I never once ever imagined that it would actually get to the point that it would impact people and how much it would um it, it would just just I again I can't even explain it so for me when I connect with people through social media which I'm very blessed to have. Unlike many years ago, artists didn't have social media. You know, you would have to, 
you would have to perform in the streets or, you know, basically hope for the best for a gallery to accept your artwork. We have, as artists, independent artists, the ability to have that control to connect with people. And because it's really what we want to do, we share artwork to not just uh, be able to do what we love, but to inspire and maybe show that, you know, when you can express yourself that perhaps other people can understand well, putting a little bit of that inspiration in someone's day is, is a huge thing, right? It's it's no different than, you know, when you go out in the street and, you know, you smile at somebody. You never know what kind of a reaction they get back from that. And I get a lot of artists who want to know how to connect with people to be able to sell their artwork. And I just say, you know, you just, you really just got to do it. So connecting with people, not just, with those who appreciate my artwork, but other artists as well. Um, it's it's important to me because it's my way of expressing my thanks and also getting to know what what the world needs. So for me, I create artwork not just, you know, for people to buy, but doing what I get to do allows me to give back. So I contribute my artwork to, you know, charity fundraisers or auctions. And I would never would have been able to do this with the job that I had before. So, uh, yeah, right. it, it's great. Right. Well, it's it's amazing because your, your work now, not only is it in private residences, but it's in business, it's in hotels, it's in restaurants, and, and, and probably one of the highest compliments of all, it's in wineries. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, I know it's crazy. I, I I don't, and I again, I I don't know. I think a lot of it has been word of mouth because this had actually begun six years ago. Um, it was actually a restaurant owner how this how I actually tapped into the commercial network. But a restaurant owner purchased some of my art for his new restaurant, and within uh, the first couple of months of opening, people his patrons were drawn to the art that they wanted to buy the artwork off his walls. So he said to me, he said, you know, I, I'm selling your art off my walls. I'm going to need to order more art. So <laughs> a light bulb hit me and I thought, wow, okay. So, you know, he and I work together. And so now we've got a lot of people. We've got 80 actually um, people in the restaurant industry, the wineries, um, various hotels, people in the service industry uh, where they sell wine or even like, you know, boutiques and such. And so uh, I found that to be um, sort of successful, not just for myself, but for others in that in the industry, because it's it's a great way for them to, uh, you know, offer something different for decor in their establishments. But they're also they're also turning that into another part of their business, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's fantastic. So yeah, anybody who might own a restaurant or winery or you know any or a hotel, <laughs> you know, they could uh, be a part of this business too. So well, like like you said, you know, in the olden days, you know, ten years ago, really the only wine art you could find is kind of that Tuscan look of, you know, the field, kind of that maybe a little abstract a little bit and maybe some cheese and wine in a bottle or whatever. It was yeah. it wasn't really anything kinda of outside the bottle, so to speak, you know. Yeah, um as far as art. Yes. It's that's a very, very good way to put it. Um and again one of the it, it just sort of 
happens, right? Like I, I, I really love what I do, and sort of I just sort of allowed myself to let the arts and the creativity flow. And I believe that when you really do what you love, um, it will come out. And when I created my wine art, it was never really um, purposely created so that it would be, in a sense, outside of the bottle. But until realizing how much people were affected and impacted by it, where I realized, okay, I've got something, I've got something different here, and and that's the whole idea is doing something different. And um, yeah, just like you said, outside the bottle, it's a good way to put it. I'm going to use that actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. It is my gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of movement in your art. Um, so it, it's it's not just when you're looking at at, at a picture. Um, again, going back to the old kind of Tuscan thing, there's nothing wrong with that because I have one in my house oh, as well. Um, but 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 I like with, with your paintings. There's a lot of movement, and it just feels you know alive, and it just feels yeah. like it's a uh, it's just kind of capturing the, the flow of kind of what's going on in your life and in your house. And, and yep. there's, there's just, a, it's, it's, I've said the word alive before, but, but that's really it. There's just this movement of electricity with it that just makes, I mean, if, if when, when people are coming over or you're going to have people over, that's just that's fantastic. It, it's got to be the best conversation piece ever. Oh, it's, well, you know, and I think that's why a lot I've I've sort of um, taken on a lot of commercial establishments to in, who have invested in my artwork because I've had restaurants tell me that it's actually helped them sell more wine because people are talking about it, and it's like wow, it's unreal to me. And yeah, I guess you know, like you were saying, I let my creativity flow. I try not to be the type that plans out my paintings. Personally, as an artist, I find that when I create art, I do better when I just go with it. I used to create with a plan. Um, sometimes it works. Most of the time it doesn't because I don't feel I can, I can really be myself. But when I have that energy surge, that, that, that surge of, oh, my gosh, I need to create something right now. I've I got to get in front of a canvas and I do it. Those are the ones that I find captivate more people because I've allowed myself to really be real. And I tell people this, not just from an artistic point of view, but anybody who wants to figure out what it is they want to do in their lives or seek happiness. And I, you know, it kind of goes along with the whole concept of trust and having some kind of faith where if you have faith where your life is going to go, well, you know, you work hard at what, you, what you're doing, and as long as you love what you do, but you also leave it to the hands of the universe or God or whatever it is. Have faith, and it, it, it will come to you. And I've, I practiced that for many years, and um, I continue to have faith in that tool. So um, it's worked for me. And, yeah, when it comes to the wine, that sort of, I go back to that, that sort of is a representation of that. So... Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, are, are are there any? Well, I, I would imagine that they're all kind of like your babies. But are there any that really kind of stand out and have special meaning to you? Yeah. Um. Oh my goodness, so many of them. Uh. Well, Tempris Tempranillo is one of my women in wine paintings. Uh, that was another one of those paintings that I just sort of let the creativity flow. 
that for me represents a great deal of empowerment and freedom and liberation and you know the more i create especially my women in wine art i look back and having spoken to many of the women who have invested in the artwork who have told me their stories and i think wow why are people telling me a lot of their stories and many of them are you know sad stories you know how mm-hmm. how hard it was for them to get to from one level to the next and you know a lot of them are really personal stories so the more people have been sharing their stories with me i have found myself compare, compelled to share my story and recently i posted on facebook her name is jackie a woman who uh, purchased an artwork of mine uh called um rubylicious and she's a topless woman having a glass of wine and she told me her story about how she grew up with an alcoholic father and um you know experienced sexual abuse as a child from a neighbor and she's just one of many people who tell me their story so I decided to put it out there because she started a group called Homeless on Hastings where here in the Vancouver area there's a terrible social issue going on, many homeless people. Uh, that has been going on for years and I actually grew up in that area and I, not many people know this, but I had experienced, um, you know, a bit of, a, a few weeks of homelessness myself. And so I've let out my story. I had been through a five years of abuse from an ex-boyfriend who uh, did not want me to do anything I wanted to do and try to have control over me and was it was a very destructive relationship and I know many many women out there who experience mm-hmm. it and they don't want to share it so I felt that this was a time for me to do that and when I shared that I could not believe how many women had sent me emails and messages telling me that they had once experienced that. They are experiencing this, and they were thankful that I did, and that there really is hope at the end of the tunnel. If, though, you believe, and again, this goes back to faith, if you have faith that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that you work towards it and believe in yourself. I'm very blessed that I have art because art it has what's been keeping me grounded and given me hope. Artwork has does not abuse me. It's allowed me to express myself and it doesn't talk back to me. And the more I've kept that close to my heart, the the, the more I've been able to succeed out of a life out of that. It was not easy, but you know, I look back at that and wow, the many people did not support me at that time. Granted, it's it's hard. Anytime someone's got an addiction, which that really was an addiction, was getting out of my comfort zone because I was I was used to that sort of behavior. When people can learn that there is light if you get yourself out of that comfort zone, you never know where life can take you. So it was tough, but it just takes that one, one step. So I did that, yeah. and I... I'm very grateful for that one woman, Jackie, who told me her story, who started this group where people, she's gotten a lot of people from the community to help contribute to help feeding the homeless. We can all have our judgments about the homeless and their addictions and drug abuse or not doing anything about their lives. But, hey, you know what? The the abuse I went through was also an addiction. But if we can have hope and sort of exert that energy, and I believe, I personally believe in exerting a great deal of positive energy and faith. It, if we all sort of carry that concept, 
in this world, then we could have a better world. You know, we can all complain, but if we can have two words and two words that I always have in my life and tell myself at least. Anytime I feel like I'm going to complain about something, two words, at least. There's always going to be something that can follow that, right? So that was the whole point in sharing that on Facebook. Um, I'm very grateful for many people who have told me their stories as well from that. And I'm really happy that I did that. It was not easy, again, to do that. But it's one of those things that's it goes. I guess it goes back to when I create artwork. It's not easy for me to share artwork, but I do it because I know it. It helps. It touches people. So then I've now crossed that. And now started to share my story. So I'll continue to do that, and it'll be interesting going forward. So. Well, n- not only are you involved with the homeless on Hastings there in um, in Canada, but you're also very involved with World Vision and Cancer Society and Children's yes. Hospitals. Yes, that's really big for me. I, uh, you know, I've again for me, I've I've been really blessed with this, with this opportunity to be able to share my artwork and make it my my livelihood. You know, for my for my myself and my family, uh, I it's it it would only make sense. It's it's a no brainer for me to give that back, and uh, it's important for me. It's again, it's the whole thing of. It's that circle of life, you know, when something good happens for you, you've got to give it back. And the more you do, you know, there's so much more outcome out of it. Not for the sake of getting that outcome, but it's just, it's the same goes, you know, giving really is a gift in itself. And mm-hmm. and that, that's, that's my, that is my buzz. <laughs> it's not just yeah. a line, and it's not just painting the line, but that. <laughs> It, it really is. That's my. I found that this really has been my purpose is to continue to give, and I I really love it, and I want people to do the same. So, why did you choose Cancer Society? Uh well, cancer. It has run in my family. My brother mm-hmm. was only thirteen when he was diagnosed of cancer, and at the time I was I was eighteen, and at the time I was also in that, you know, time of abuse with an ex-boyfriend. And I've got uh, an an aunt, or sorry, an uncle who has died of cancer. My husband's mother passed away from inflammatory breast cancer. Uh, You know, nowadays, though, Mm -hmm. honestly, Lori, it just seems like you can't even say cancer runs in the family. Exactly. It's the environment. Everybody has it. Right? Yeah. So... (laughs) We, everybody has it. Everyone knows someone who has it, whether it's in the family or not. And I kind of wonder what's going on in our environment. So, uh, you know, with cancer research, hopefully they'll find something that um, may not target what's causing the cancer, but also, environmentally speaking, what we can do about it. So that, for me, is one of the reasons why. Uh, And also, I'm a mother of two kids, a six-year-old. She's just turned six, and my son's three-and-a-half. Uh, I love being a mom, and wow, what a huge other dimension in this world of being a parent. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anything that has to do with the needs of kids, uh, you know, health needs, um, special needs for kids, uh, that's a huge thing for me. So I donate to um, the Children's Hospital here and actually to various other children's hospitals throughout North America, uh, at fundraisers and events, so 
I'm happy to do it. I do get a lot of people asking if I can donate to fundraisers, and I'm happy to do so. It's on a point, though. I have to plan these out at the end of the year for the following. Right, right. So, uh, but, you know, don't I don't want that to stop people from asking me. I, I do want to know and listen to what causes there are that um, that need awareness. So bring it that's, on. That's, I, a, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> an absolutely wonderful, wonderful thing. And I knew you were doing that, and I, I, I knew you probably wouldn't bring it up on your own. So I, I definitely wanted to let people know because you're very modest about that type of thing, but you're doing really great work for these organizations. And um, and and they do and and as a mother, you know, it's it's one thing to see. You don't, as a human, I don't want to see anybody suffer with oh. with any ailment. But it's even harder when it's children and they just don't understand. And um, in, in anything that we can do at children's hospitals to even ease a moment of their suffering is. Oh, it, it, does, it goes out into the world, and like you said, it, you, it, it's, it's a benefit and a gift back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I feel very grateful for my health. I feel, I, I feel grateful for this moment right now because I have I have good health and my family has good health. And every time I hear of a friend who is telling me about the child, of whether it's someone I know or their own child who is dealing with a health issue, I think, wow, I am grateful for my family's health. We need to do something about this because, and there's those two words again, at least. At least we have the health. At least we have the ability to do something, even if it's just spreading the word. So mm-hmm. at least that's what I live by. <laughs> well, you started in art as kind of a hobby. You you basically self-taught, right? Yeah. It's always yeah. been hard for me. I don't know. It's I it's I see I see things differently, I guess. I'm I've kind of grown to accept that I'm kind of weird that way. And it's funny, my son is going through kind of the same thing. He looks at something and he tells me what it is, but it's not really what it is. And I go, wow, I I totally get you. <laughs> You're my son. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I went to, I went, I did go to school for art. I dropped out of it, uh, not because I don't respect in art instruction. I'm just one of those people that, I really, I, as much as I appreciate various techniques that are taught, and I do appreciate that I've taken that with me, but I want to express myself my way. And um, so, you know, I, I that's what I've done, and I've continued to practice it because I, I work well with passion and with um, determination from passion. So I I'm kind of a stubborn person that way. I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> you got to right. right. No. Like absolutely, people, absolutely. I think people who really do love what they do and can find success from it are people who have a level of stubbornness. And I have been told I'm kind of a black sheep in my family, and I've always been told told I'm a stubborn person. I now embrace that. Go, so, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're damn right. I'm stubborn. I'm gonna keep going with this, right? As long as that stubborn attitude does good, right? So, well, it sounds like you're your father's daughter. And I, when you were telling me about your dad, it reminded me of this saying that my dad had told me years, years ago that always stuck to me. But, but he had said that if you took all the money away from people and you started everybody back at at the same level, zero again, that everybody was even again. 
after, you know, so much time, basically it would shake out and, and, and pretty much the same people would rise to the top again. And then the ones, and then, and because they just, they had it in them, you could take it away and, and they would, and they would rise to that occasion again. And the people who were still, you know, complaining, they would still be complaining, oh. but, but, but the people would, it, 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 you, you would see that arc again, that they would just make it back. And so when you're telling me about your dad and mm-hmm. him not being able to be a, an engineer when he uh, came to Canada, they wouldn't earn his license, but he made that happen for himself again, you know. Yeah. He, and so it, it's a, a bit of stubbornness and his entrepreneurial yeah. skills and his personality that made him successful. Absolutely. I think that's what it takes. I, you know, I, I do – I mean, let's face it, Facebook, social media, everyone's got a story to tell. Everyone is, wants to be famous, right? But when it really boils down to your roots, when you can connect with your roots and why you were here, why you have people following you, if it, you can turn that into something that people can be inspired from and also share, right, in a sense that it can do good for others, so that people are always aware, you know, if you can just always be aware of why you, we are here, well, then if if we can all do that, we can contribute so much more. We can have such an, a, a world where we're not complaining all the time, right? We're so spoiled with the generation mm-hmm. that we're in right now. With the techno, again, as an artist, many, many years ago, people didn't have technology like I have where we can be at the comfort in our little couch or our little own space and be comfortable and, you know, and, and put it out online. They didn't, there was no online back then. Back then you had to get out. And so I think back at that and go, you know what, I appreciate what we have. I'm going to use it to the best of my ability, but also, you know, express it in such a way where we can inspire those to contribute good for our society, right? Mm-hmm. So, at the at the children's hospital, Leanne, do 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 they let the children paint? Because that is such a good way of self expression. I'm just wondering if these children's hospitals, if they're allowed to paint at all, if there's any painting classes well, or anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess with children's hospitals, I I have to be very careful about that. It's one of those things that I I definitely plan to do in a way where, um, and I've been told this a lot, and I I really am looking forward to doing this. Because uh, my, my, my kids are staying at home right now, so it's something that I've been planning out uh, where kids can continue to be enlightened with, with you know, because, you know, kids have no boundaries with creativity. We are all artists. We all began as artists. But somehow down the road, people become afraid to express that artwork. So my whole goal is to hopefully inspire kids to maintain that expression, you know, never be afraid to show your thoughts, your emotions artistically because any, you just never know how that can touch someone. Uh, A lot of people just keep telling me, wow, I can't believe art, you sell art. Well, you know, art is everywhere. Art is (laughs) everywhere. It's around us. And by creating, by always exercising your creativity, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be an artist when they grow up, but their creativity could channel them into so many other opportunities. So absolutely, um, Mm -hmm. I I want to help kids learn to find their creativity and maintain that. And I think education really needs to uh, incorporate that into their, into teaching uh, to help kids continue artwork it's it's i it, you know academics is seriously important but so is 
is artwork because that's creativity is what helps people come up with ideas for what they want to do, right? And businesses and, and, and exactly. innovators. Innovators, right? Innovators are innovators because they have creativity under their skin. So, yeah, that's definitely absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> One of my favorites that that is on that uh, is on your website and that, that you sell is Wine, Body, and Soul, which I just think is just absolutely beautiful. And and I'm, I don't think I'm the only one because it ended up on the cover of a magazine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wine Trails Magazine is, yeah, Jennifer Shell. She's the um, publisher and editor of it. She's awesome. She's actually been a fan of my work. She actually also published one of my other artwork called Wine Country on their magazine two years ago. But, yeah, that Wine, Body, and Soul seem to have really um, impacted a lot of people. Um, yoga is one of the things that I love. I, I, you know, I practice yoga every night before I go to bed and every morning, and it's one of those little things people don't know about me, but it allows me to find my center, and it's also one of the things that have helped me keep my energy going, uh, my creative energy going. So I created that because I incorporated my love for yoga, you know, yoga and wine. Why not combine yoga and wine, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's again, it's another one of those things I incorporated into a painting where people can find peace from it, right? Absolutely. Oh, it's 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 a very captivating piece as of most of your work. But on this one, you know, just to describe it for people, you know, this lady's like sitting on the end of a dock and she's got a glass of wine behind her and she's kind of looking out into the the ocean, and uh, it's sunset or early morning or it's up to your interpretation I would imagine of what she's thinking but you could you could just picture yourself sitting there you know and and relaxing and 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 thinking about your day or the world or you know something like that really it's just just being just being I mean we're we're, our society our world has just gotten so busy and I kind of resent it like Honestly, for example, I have a smartphone. I don't like that I have a smartphone because at the same time, I appreciate it. I appreciate the technology because, you know, I've been able to, as a mom who has my kids at home and I'm balancing it with my business, I mean, I'm able to get back to people really quickly and then have my time with my kids and, you know, more time than having to be on my computer all the time, right? So, but at the same time, I kind of resent having it because everywhere you go, it just seems like everyone's on a phone. And But so, you know, again, one of those things, wine, body, and soul, the goodness of wine, how it is the center of it, people just being, being together, being where we are. Like yoga allows us, the exercise of yoga allows us to, allows our mind to think clearly and to free your mind from all the traffic. Uh, that's, again, it w- with mainly my wine and my yoga art, because I have other yoga art pieces. My whole goal is to get people to sort of focus on one thing maybe, or maybe how mm-hmm. that be something that reflects from where they are in their lives. And, you know, we can just just be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, just... Nothing but continued success, I wish for you. Thank and I you. just encourage everybody to find you on Facebook at LeanneLaneFineArt.com and um, at your website. And then from your website, you can connect to your uh, not only your products, but your Facebook page, your Twitter, oh. all of that information. And um, it's just, I was just immediately drawn the second I saw it. Um, somebody on my Facebook page liked it, which caused it to 
click over to, to, to my page. Oh, and, fantastic. And immediately when I saw this, I was like, I just, it just took me on a journey. I'm like, what is this? And I just thought, I had never seen anything like it before. It was so fantastic, and it was, made me so happy. And well, I, mean, um, I just. You're one of those people that get it. You're one of those people that get it. And I can just tell from the energy and speaking with you, a lot of the people that are drawn to my work, they have that same kind of energy. Like, you just get it, and that that really warms my heart, and I'm really humbled. So thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I've you know I couldn't wait to track you down. I'm like I got to get her on my show. We're gonna talk about this stuff because <laughs> I want everybody to know. So um, I want to walk around and see Leanne Bard in everybody's home and in all the wineries I go to and all the restaurants I I, I frequent because it's it's just happy and it, it just makes you feel good. It just it touches you in that spot of your spirit of your soul that's familiar. Um, oh. so it's there, there's probably a, a, a different uh, language that it speaks to each person, but your soul and your spirit will know it when they see oh, it. That, that it's, makes me so great. It's, you, it's very familiar. That's, that's so great to hear. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lord. Well, no problem. No problem. Thanks for coming on. And, Thank um, you for having me. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. <laughs> oh, you give me lots of time, so I, I really appreciate it. I just had so many questions. I just had paper all over the place, and, you know, I was writing little notes to myself. But you never want to, you know, overstay your welcome uh, when you have guests oh. on, you know. But uh, just, thank you for, for giving me so much time. I, I, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. There's All right, so Leanne, oh, yeah, com. She's number one Googled in the world, so you Google her, she'll come right up. She's going to be at the very top. <laughs> or you can go to LeanneFineArt.com. <laughs> well, we'll just keep uh, um, Googling you, and we'll keep you at that number one spot. So. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Please do. I really appreciate all the support from everyone out there. I, just, I cannot even express my gratitude in words so i'll just continue to paint it <laughs> well that's what you do great so um yes definitely keep doing that and and, I, and i'll keep following perfect it's great talking to you Lori. Uh, it's great talking to you too leanne thanks a lot for coming on okay thank you all right bye-bye bye-bye Okay, so that was Leanne Lane, as you can just tell she's just a fantastic person on top of being an Uber talented artist. So I again just encourage you to check her out on Facebook, Twitter, Google her. She's going to pop right up. She is the number one wine artist in the world on Google. She has a huge following, and when you see her paintings, there is just absolutely um, there'll be no doubt why she's like that. So the show is just about bringing you great people, doing fantastic things in the world, and and Leanne's just another one of them, making a difference in the world, living her dream following her passion, and being kind to others along the way. So I'm going to go out with you today with uh, another one of my favorite artists here in Seattle, Susie Sun. I play her a lot. She has a, a new song that's out called I'll Wait. I think I'm going to – no, I'm not going to play I'll Wait. I played that last time. I'm going to play Tread Softly this time. Anyway, you can find this and other shows at northwestprime.com. You can listen to us 24-7, 365 on Seattle Wave Radio. You can find that at seattlewaveradio.net. We've had great, great people on, just, I mean, from Patty Duke and Garth Stein to the Voodoo Donut guys, um, lots of writers, Daisy Prescott, S.L. Scott, Terry Brooks, um, and for just all kinds of people you can just search out. We've just tried to bring you nice people 
uplifting stories that will just make your day and and encourage you to tap in and grow that niceness in yourself because basically we're all nice people. Um, We just need to kind of tap into each other and and, and make a chain of niceness. So follow us at northwestprime.com, go to Seattle Wave Radio, and do something kind for someone in your life today. And this is Tread Softly by Susie Sun. Thank you again for joining us.